1: All right, folks, welcome to S.D.O.R.C. Dirt Radio, FM 961. A.M. 1170. The answer. That's Audrey. Ed's in the house. Hello. This segment is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you got a business that uses cash registers and you're having trouble getting a cashier, try the checkout, a self-checkout system that Southwest offers. Call them at 800-540-2149. Let them come out. Take a look. You might be impressed. Also, Alpha Sites Logistics. Uh, serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. So if you're looking for portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more, give them a call 760 352 8383. All right. We uh, got a little interview that I did this uh, last yesterday morning, actually, with uh, Amy Lerner. She's racing to car in an 82 Porsche. Uh, and doing extremely well. She's a very good friend of S D O R C as well as Sue Mead. <laughs> Sit back and take a listen while Ed tries to clear his throat. Nineteen eighty two Porsche? Every single time he gets yeah. this room. Porsche nine eleven
2: at, at she's in the classic car. It's a nine eleven. Yeah, it's, um, a, yeah, it's yeah. a Porsche nine eleven. It's built to the tilt it's and a
1: Rothman it's a Rothman replica. All right, well let's take a listen to the interview. We'll be right back. All right, folks. Hey, you've heard us talk about Amy Lerner and her uh, navigator. I don't know if I'll destroy her name. Sarah Beaufort, they're over in uh, the Middle East getting running the Dakar. We've got Amy on the line, not Sarah, because Sarah's deep in the navigation, and that's exactly where I would want her so that we would not get lost. How are you doing, Amy?
3: I'm great. How are you?
1: Well, you bit what have you got, a week under your belt now?
3: Yeah, this is uh it's in the evening now of our rest day. So we had six days of competition. Rest day today, we've got six more days ahead of us.
1: Okay, so for folks maybe you're just tuning in, uh you're you're at the twenty twenty two Dakar, and you're driving a rather unusual vehicle, but a lot of news has come around this vehicle. Tell the folks First off, what you're driving?
3: So, I'm driving a 1982 Porsche 911 SC. Uh, It's got a 3.0 liter engine and it has been modified to be specifically used on off road rallies. And it is liveried to honor the Rossman's Porsche factory team of the mid 80s with the legendary drivers, Jackie Aikes and Running Edge.
1: And did I not see on social media that Mr. X actually came and seen the car?
3: Yes, that was an incredible moment. We were just at our bivouac after the day, and uh, he just came walking by, and we had an incredible chat about Porsches, and he was really curious to find out why an American woman would be at the Dakar Rally in that car, uh, which was a lot of fun. And then a couple days later, an even cooler thing happened, and he actually... Autographed my car.
1: Wow. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, I mean, heck, even if you don't win the Dakar, that right there sounds to me like enough.
3: That was amazing. Yeah, it was an incredible, incredible moment.
1: So, how's the car doing?
3: The car has been really strong. We've had a variety of terrain, you know, some sandy days, some rocky days, some faster days with some hard, flat tracks, and uh, we had to change one tire, but otherwise we're in great shape.
1: Yeah, and I bet – I'm sure it's just been – how's the weather been, I guess, is a good question, too.
3: Weather's been good. It's gets a little colder than we experienced last year. We had some heavy, heavy rains in the area on the first two days, and they actually ended up having to cancel one of the stages because what should have been sand was lakes and puddles and it yeah. really wouldn't have been safe to people across. So otherwise, um, you know, we've moved on from that area. So the rain is not really an issue, but the weather's been, been really quite nice.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, it's, it's a, well, I guess a total of 12 days, <clears throat> excuse me, 12 days of racing. Um, and you still have just, you know, tons of terrain to, to cover. Where, where are you girls standing right now mid-race?
3: <coughs> in 12th position out of 144 overall after wow. the first six days, hoping uh, over the next six days we can, you know, really put in a solid performance and pick up a few spaces. It would be amazing yeah. to finish in the yeah.
1: Well, the whole thing with the Dakar is finishing, you know. I mean, it's, that in itself <laughs> is a first-place win no matter what. Wouldn't you agree?
3: 100%, 100%. It's, it's a, I think uh, the average is about 50% of the cars that start actually make it to the finish. Right. Maybe 5%. But yeah. It's a tough one. It's brutal.
1: Right. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, motorsports, you know, because of how hard and difficult it is, you lose a lot of weight. Do you run into that same situation on a rally like this?
3: So funny thing, about 10 minutes ago, I was saying to Sue Mead, gee, my pants seem to be falling off. I wonder if I've lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because you're so busy and we put in 12-hour days in the car. I mean, tomorrow morning, uh, our start, we're leaving the bivouac at 6.05 and we probably won't be to the next bivouac until 4 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's a long day and you get some transit times in between the competitive sections, but you can, you know, shove it Granola bar in your mouth, or have a fruit snack or something, but you really don't have time for a meal.
1: Right, and, and I, I'm sure you don't have, you know, like we just mentioned, three square meals a day. I mean, you're not sitting down at a restaurant for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So, and I think the food you do eat was pretty well scheduled for for uh, energy and stamina. Wouldn't you agree?
3: Yeah, absolutely. In the car we eat a lot of, you know, nuts and beef jerky and dried fruit and stuff that's really going to give us just a quick hit of energy and and tide us over for a few hours so we have a chance to take another bite of something.
1: What about liquid? What what do you do from a liquid standpoint? Is it just straight water so you can stay hydrated?
3: Uh, Well, uh, Sarah likes to use a hydration tablet in her water, and I tend to like to mix coffee and water. And then we've got a Camelback. Uh, With three liters or so that I have access to throughout the day
1: Uh, Yeah, well, that's yeah, well, of course you've done this a few times so but I bet even though you've done it a few times It's every time you do it. It's new
3: Yeah, every day is different Yeah, Uh, yep, and and what you encounter, you know, there's so many things that can happen On any given day at any given moment, so it's always different.
1: So how can people uh, follow the rest of the race? What's, what's the easiest and best way to follow you and Sarah?
3: So uh, at Team Learner is my social media handle, uh, or on Dakar.com is the main rally website, which links to tons of daily videos and updates on scoring and all that fun.
1: All right. Well, i tell you what, the publicity you're getting driving that vintage car not only for Mr. X but just the world in general you know is probably going to talk you into going back next year
3: right <laughs> um probably more so the fun i'm having would be what was bringing me back but
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought i thought so too cuz cause, cause it's a lot of work i mean you know it now once you're done with this race are you going to be doing any uh are you going to be doing any, like, a video of how it went? I mean, have you got a camera crew following you around? What's, what's the uh, end uh, result?
3: I don't at the moment. Uh, there will be a short piece going up on Red Bull Motorsports TV and their YouTube channel in the next couple of days okay. about the whole classic class, and I did a couple of long interviews with them, so there will be some, some information of what it's like to be here and what you need to do to get here.
1: All right. Well, it I am so excited to – to follow you and Sarah, um, you know, it's a, it's a chance of a lifetime. Uh, you've got a good mentor, Sue Mead, right alongside you, so that's that's a plus as well. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Uh, I'm sure you have a few things you need to do. Since it is a rest day, you should probably try to do that and get Sarah to rest a little bit. And uh, we'll talk to you at the next opportunity, because I think it's, what, 8 o'clock at night or something like that over there?
3: Yes. Yeah. 8 p.m. And I think it's going to be bedtime pretty soon. So we'll have to say I, goodbye from Riyadh.
1: I was just going to say, sweet dreams, and we'll talk to you down the road. All right, folks, welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170.
2: The answer.
1: Hey, folks, what would you think of that interview? Wasn't that amazing, all you off-roaders? You think you got Wavos You ain't got nothing compared to Amy.
2: Oh man, out in Saudi Arabia, 5,000 miles across uh, the Middle East and, and Europe, I mean, at those women's have that. That takes some
4: serious. Audrey, they're in 12th place out of 100 and something riders. 120 on competitors. A, on a 40 year old car. On
2: a 40 year old car. And that that's all of the competitors because they're in the classic car. The classic car has what, 20 or 29 that, cars that in That includes the classic all, the,
4: series? all the various vehicles. And there's yeah. a lot of variety in vehicles. There's big trucks, there's small cars, there's, there's trucks, go, there's I'm motorcycles, ATVs. Hey, yeah. this
1: segment's brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. If you need tires service, rescue, tell them about it.
2: Oh, yeah. Wayne Miller, Mobile Tire, out in Santee. He's here for any of your automotive needs. You need an alignment. You're stuck on the side of the road. You're stuck on that construction site. Give him a call. He's got those trucks to help you out. Wayne Miller, Mobile Tire in Santee, 619-596-2800.
1: All right. So uh, that's uh, Audrey's dream. She's going to go to Dakar one of these days. Hopefully Sue Mead will take her to the... the, uh, Take her to the to yeah. the, to the he's, event. He's a co-driver.
2: My hero, Sue yeah. Meen. Yes. <laughs> the legend. Wow. All oh right, man. so you got
1: a flyer that you gave out to Costco. Now you have none left.
2: Yes. I um, Thank you, Brennan, for printing me the flyer. Next weekend, we are teaming up and um, putting on and off uh, the biggest Dunes cleanup um, in the I want to say the United States. We're covering forty square miles of dunes that are out there. Um, we'll have four check-in locations. We're teaming up with several businesses and organizations to pull it off and make it happen. Um, super excited! It's the Imperial Sand Dunes Recreational Area. Um, there, is, usually you have a pass to get on um, and go play in the dunes. That's required the minute that you a leave weekly the. Weekly or an annual pass? Yep, you got to so pay money for. You have 50 to pay money. Yep, one hundred and something. Yep, it's either a hundred. Fifty for an annual pass, or it's fifty dollars on site for the weekly, or it's fifty dollars. Um, uh uh, or $35 for, uh, like, in town. So, like, if yeah, you go if out here the to Bayes, Power need... Sports, or Motor World, or ORW, or 4 Wheel Parts, or, they should all sell gym passes.
4: Have, have passes, yeah.
2: Yeah, on the way out, you could top in um, uh, uh, Boulevard at the Shell or the Chevron. They both sell them, the one with the helicopter. The ones out. That, at Hakumba. Uh, yeah. With the
4: helicopter on the roof? Yeah, in yeah, yeah, that's, that's such an interesting story.
2: Yep, and so does Golden Acorn Casino. They sell them, too. So mm-hmm. you can get it anywhere along the way and save yourself but a little you bit of money this weekend. Nope. It is a a... fee-free weekend to come out and join us this weekend. Um, We will uh, be staging at four separate locations. So Glamis Beach Store, behind the Beach Store. Uh, Polaris owns the property there. um, And we'll be on the private property back there, set up. And then we'll be at uh gecko road at the sand drags um will also be stationed in old's they'll have somebody over at old's um uh, road runners uh tom so when you Gale. said gecko
4: so how far down from 78 approximately
2: on so, gecko road so they're yeah. going to be stationed at the sand drags off of gecko so the main so the main if, sign if up wasn't area sure
4: where that is how far down is that
2: it's About a half mile down, once you're coming down Gecko on your right-hand side um, where the drags usually station and set up. So it's all along Gecko. It's about a mile long for the drag area. Um, it's gonna be on the left hand side, um, when you're going down Gecko, on the left hand okay. side and yeah, the drag yeah. area. They'll have easy up set up and station there. You won't be able to miss it. Um, the, uh, Tom Gall is gonna, um, the Roadrunner, <clears throat> uh, camp host is gonna go over and, and, cruise down, um, Oldsmobile and then hit camps along the way and drop off trash bags, get people to sign waivers. will um, SDORC will be stationed at Gordon's Wells. Um, and then we'll have uh, volunteers over at Buttercup. Um, The main two staging areas for trash collection and giveaways are going to be at the Glamis Beach Store, behind the Beach Store, where ASA, um, Glamis Black Bag, and Tread Lightly and Corva um, will be stationed um, with Glamis Veterans um, and the Desert Cleanse Project. as That's where we get the majority of the volunteers to come out to. So we're going to have quite a few people stationed there to help out, um, um, make people aware. Uh, join ASA, join San Diego Off-Road Coalition, and then we'll also have the Gecko Road, Gordon's Wells and Buttercup. Um, Daddy's Famous Foods is so. providing uh, hot dogs from 12 to, to 1. Um, so when you bring your trash back, you collect a raffle ticket and a food ticket, and, um, we'll have a drawing for the raffle. Uh, it's free. So basically you go out, you pick up trash, you bring your trash back, and you earn your drawing ticket for that. Um,
4: so, will that be at Dune Buggy Flats? Is that where SDRC, where we will be?
2: At Gordon's Wells. For the Gordon's Wells. It's basically area? right next to, to what is considered Dune Buggy Flats, but right when you cross the bridge over where the uh, restrooms are at Gordon's Wells, yeah. we'll be right there off to the right hand side next to the towers, um, uh, next to the canal, basically. Um, it's, it's, okay. it's, where it's stationed every year and has been for the last 20 years on the Gordon okay. Wells side. Nice. Um, so That's where you're going to be, uh, I'm going to be in both areas. Actually, I have to run over you have to go back and forth. I'm going to be going back and forth. Yes. <laughs> so, so where do you want me? Um, you want me at Gordon's? Uh, we have, I want you over at Glamis, but you off oh. air. So you'll be okay, over we'll, at Glamis. We'll figure it out. Yes. So, I want um, be in the right place. Yeah, so we will have all of those areas covered. We've got South Bay RV in Chula Vista is donating hot dogs. Chris Viscotti, a um, uh, retired nonprofit um, who, who kind of you know had lacking volunteers, and so he – um, closed down a couple years ago, but he still comes out. He's been doing it for 15 years. Um, SDRC Norman Ritter has been at Gordon's for 19 years. This is the 24th annual Dunes cleanup that's been going on out there. Um, ASA has been involved the entire time, American Sand Association. I've been working with the president, Brian Henry. He got Polaris to donate, um, and then he got uh, – DRT Motorsports, Pro Armor, and Assault ATV, and they're paying for our event shirts. we got a 1,000 event T-shirts. So first come, first serve, the first 1,000 people to come and sign our waiver and sign up. Um, t-shirts will be at each of the locations to for um, check-in. So each location, when you sign the waiver and you check-in, you can get an event shirt for participating. Um, the check-in will be open from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., uh, um, and then the trash collection, drawing, and food will be between 12 and 2. Um, so hopefully food, 12 to 1, um, raffle or drawing will be at 1, and then we'll be wrapped up and out of there by 2 and done. Um, that's the goal for it. So um, I need to do a huge shout-out to Desert Whips, Nick Farmer, um, uh, Dune and Destroy, uh, John Parlinsky, um Glamis Black Bag Project, and... Um, uh, David, Kurt, oh, my gosh, I'm butchering everybody's names. I know I am. Um, but those guys um, going through, getting Gilmore's Off-Road and all the vendors um, uh, at Glamis to donate prizes, um, getting Savage, UTV, Assault, um, uh, UTV Industries to step up, Pro Armor to step up, DRT with, with prizes. Um, we're definitely, you know, we're only a week out, and we still need prizes for it. Um, Tread Lightly's thrown throwing in some stuff out there. F&L Fuel Racing's is throwing out some racing fuel. Um, we've got Shreddy Life that's going to give out some prizes. Do and Destroy. Um, Boardmanville yeah. stepping up and donating the water for us. So uh, it's definitely been um Huge! So getting now, everybody to come together these last couple months and putting, pulling this together. Usually, the El Centro Chamber of Commerce is the one who handles it, and they get a grant to pull it off. Um, we didn't have a grant lined up for this, well, so we got
4: the one through Tread Lightly. And who's the one that backed them? Was it?
2: Tread Lightly BFG, BFG, Outstanding Trails. Yep, so we have the Outstanding Trails to cover our food and water for the event.
4: So we got Um, money from...
2: That's not covered by Boardmanville and Daddy's Famous Foods. And then we also have um, Polaris donated... Um, uh, for the uh, grant money for the t-shirts for the event shirts, because the event shirts shirts cost a little over $10,000 to be printed for the thousand shirts. So that's, um, yeah, that uh, it's a, it's a huge expense to put this on and make this happen. Um, get everybody out there to coordinate it all together. So it's an honor to work with each of the clubs. Um, I just want to go through my flyer really quick. I've got um, ASA, American Sand Association. They're a membership organization, just like the Off-Road Coalition. um, You know, $25 annual membership. Become a member. We have a lobbyist. We do the lawsuits. We're involved. Tread lightly. CORVA, California Off-Road Vehicle Association. Glamis Back Black Project. Desert Cleanse Project. Daddy's Famous Foods. Glamis (laughs) Veterans. uh, Shreddy Life. Gilmore's Off-Road. Glamis Beach Store, Boardmanville, Desert Whips, Dune and Destroy, Calfor Wheel for the Trash Bags, um, Polaris, DRT, Motorsports, Pro Armor, and Assault ATV um, You are know, our main ones. I know PRP Seats is donating prizes. Um, I know Savage UTV um, and uh, Savage Motorsports is also donating. Um, and so... Huge shout out to all of the companies that are stepping up. This is, again, the biggest cleanup in California. 40 square miles of the desert. All of the Imperial Sand Dune Recreations, we're going to be hitting the hills. We'll be at China Wall. We'll be at uh, Lizard Slide. We'll be at Olds. We'll be at the Drags. Um, You know, Sunset Hill needs to be hit. So, Swing Set needs to be hit. The place
4: we were at Uh, uh, New Year's?
2: That Oldsmobile.
1: Oldsmobile, that place Thanksgiving. was Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. there's trash. People yeah. just leave <laughs> Can stuff. Can you keep out anything there. you find?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> find good stuff, yeah, you'd be surprised what you find uh, out there. That's why I said, you know, never I found a buck be.
4: knife at a cleanup once. I was using a magnet on the stick, and I by the campfire a buck knife. I yeah, ended yeah, up keeping
2: that. Find all sorts of stuff I I out there, the tools scar. and and everything. You know, um, to I think tool bags. Ice chests, chairs, I mean, you you name it, it's been found out there. Well, I think um, Harbor Freight, phones. doesn't
1: Harbor Freight sell those big wide magnets that, with wheels on it? Yep. Yes, they do. Yep. Everybody should have one of those, especially when you're anywhere near a fire ring.
2: Oh, yeah, we take them every single time. And, and it doesn't matter, we go to the same camp spot, but on our off weekends, other people camp there. And you would be surprised, I can hit the same fire pit, you know, five times in the the season that we're out there and I could pull metal and nails and screws out mainly every nails, single, mainly nails and screws. Boy, yeah. We hate nails. Mm-hmm.
4: Average pallet has 90 nails in it Yep. and you burn a pallet and that's 90 flat tires could be sitting in the sand.
2: Yeah. yeah. So we're really excited. Hopefully you can join us next weekend. It's a fee free weekend. Come on out, join us for the day. Um, you know, you again, can, where do they meet? Uh, You got the Glamis beach store, gecko road at the sand drags, gordon's wells by the public restrooms and buttercup's going to be vendor row um so 8 to 11 check-in sign the waiver get your shirt and then 12 to 2 we'll have food and the drawing so i um, really looking forward to that should be uh, a
1: fun time had by all okay we're going to take a quick break we come back a whole lot more right here on sdorc dirt radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer a tongue, of steel, a whole lot of sweat, a set of wheels on the speedway. Flag is down, pistons pound, plenty of engine ripping the ground on the speedway. Go for the money and lead the pack, push the throttle and burn the track, hurl and sway All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to S.D.O.R.C. Dirt Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by PRMI Mortgage. Boy, looking for a good, honest mortgage guy. Chris Wiley is it.
2: Chris Wiley, Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc., he's here to help you out. in Alpine, he's got your FHA loans, um, any of your uh, specialty loans for the military, he's here to help you guys out and take care of you. If you're just looking to have your home refinanced, um, he's definitely got the right answers, and he's here to help you out Um like Dave said, he went to refinance his house not too long ago, and he, Chris was completely honest with him and told him just to keep doing what he's doing, and, and he'll make more money that way. Um, so give him a call. Reach out to him. He'll let you know where you stand and what your best options are. Chris Wiley, Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. out in Alpine at 619-722-1303.
4: Let's go riding with Chris. Yep. So there was a Supercross race last night we'd like to talk about a little bit. Uh, Corvus Truck Haven Challenge is coming up in only less than two weeks. Yes, I'm and excited. there's some news at Oceano Dunes. We've been talking about Oceano for the last two years. Since as since long as you've been doing radio. Since we've been on the radio, there's been trouble out there, and the the big problem out there is the Coastal Commission is not does not want to grant their permit renewal starting in three years, two and two and a half years. So, Friends of Oceano Dunes has filed a couple of lawsuits. They filed three lawsuits. Two of them got put together with an ecologic lawsuit over procedures and environmental work. And the other one was a really interesting one. It's called a a quiet title lawsuit. And quiet title has to do with a a state statute that was uh, made years and years ago that says that if you cross private property for as long as five years or more, and you have at least permission from the owner, if not, if the owner doesn't do anything, that you have implied right that you can continue to do what you are doing indefinitely. So if you cross somebody's property to go to the river or go somewhere to do something, and you keep doing that, you're allowed to keep doing that. So they're suing to say that under this statute, we should be able to continue having off-road vehicles at Oceano Dunes. The twist in it, is that the quiet title has only been used on private property beforehand. And so they're they're now applying it to public land and what they're saying is that before Oceano Dunes was a state park which occurred in 1980 that there was private property out there that had been off-roaded on for at least 100 years from now. So 60 years ago from then. Yeah. And um they think that that applies So what happened is the lawsuit was filed, and last week the judge made a a preliminary ruling. So the uh, defendants, the California Coastal Commission, they filed a demurrer. And that's a legal term that says, we don't dispute the facts in your lawsuit, but we don't think that they add up to uh, what you say it does. We don't think that it it matters. Uh, And demurrer, it it sort of uh, translates into so what? So you say these facts, but it doesn't actually add up into. So the judge ruled on it, and, and their demure had I think five or six points, and the judge threw out all the points. They threw out everything in the demure, and they said the trial is going to go forward. The lawsuit's going forward,
2: which is huge so, for Oceano so that's good news for, for, us. for the judge to agree with Oceano with friends of Oceano Dunes, and and basically say that no, it 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 what to me what the judge took away from that is that he's applying that that it does matter and that that the quiet title will make a difference yeah. in in what's happening out there because it basically it means that that implied use that's happened for the last 100 years is is could withstand and apply yeah. towards this land. Yeah. So that is it's, just it's Not absolute. a
4: win, but it's a step forward. No, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> to me it is a major win because what it tells me is if you believe in something and if you know what you're fighting for is right never ever 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 give up. Yeah, because because that's what this that's what the state wanted them to do. Yep. Just to go ah, the state like you're so frivolous. You know, just go away. We're going to do what we want to do. And the judge basically slapped their hands and said, no, yep, no, get, gonna, your, get your checkbook ready.
4: So they're going to look into this. So uh, <coughs> le- yeah. legal work takes time. Um, so the the original case was filed in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was January 5th. This ruling came out and the judge said that we're going to actually have a trial and it's going to be in March of 2023. hmm. So we have a year and three months
1: to get prepared to wait
4: and to wait. Yeah. To get prepared and well, to see Well, get how prepared
1: is really, because boy, this is the, an opportunity to get all your ducks in a row, get all your. Oh yeah.
2: Jim Sudi, let me tell you, he, uh, he's fired if, you, fired up. Up. if you, um, are on Instagram or you are on Facebook, you should follow and like friends of Oceano Dunes, you should follow what they have. They do points every single week and he calls it, um, uh, facts. You need to know facts. So he does weekly facts, um, And each week, I think he's up to like 18 or 19 facts now that he posts each week about the history and what's happened and different things. And all of that is going to apply towards and move forward. But the education, the things that I've learned from what he's posted, I mean, it's just it amazes me. And the the fact that they think that they could take it away and the fact that it's dwindled down from, you know, the. Forty, fifty thousand acres, eighty thousand acres. It Thousands used to be of acres to yeah, to eighty thousand acres. That it used to be down to what it is now, fifteen hundred acres. You know, and even now they're looking at closing that it down. It was a even really more. big place. So
4: fifty years ago, like you yeah. could go like for miles and miles. You could explore, and yeah. now it's it's been whittled down to just a small area.
2: That there's also going on with that right now is the um, uh, marine conservation. Um, so, they are looking right now, um, they're, they're looking for comments on it. Um, And uh, so the NOAA wants to um, make the Central Coast a marine sanctuary, which will impact all recreation activity um, from fishing businesses along the way, taking them out there. You do whale watching, all all of that. Everything is going to be affected by it. Um, And so you can go on right now. They have it set up an action center for you to make your comment where you just have to click on the link and then it puts in your information um and you can post your comments to that um so they're working with the blue ribbon coalition right now um on that and it i i literally just did it this morning in the action center um there's a few more days left to make comments on that um but basically um for the upcoming um 3030 that the that california is pushing where you they're trying to save thirty percent of land, water, um, and air, and by twenty thirty, um, this is going to be added to it. Um, so, oh it, my god, the, you know
4: we talked about that the other day, and they're 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 not counting uh, federal land. It's yeah. like all kind of federal land they're not counting. Like,
2: I, I it, makes me crazy. It makes me crazy too because the federal land is in part it it's in California and federal it should wilderness be is being in. counted,
4: but there's a whole bunch of other federal land that they're not counting. ECs yeah. and, and nat- all this area national forests that can't be touched. Make, making me crazy. So,
2: well, this um, is the Cushman Heritage National Marine Sanctuary, which is open for public comments. The sanctuary has been proposed in the past and has never been designated. It's an example of the thirty thirty agenda. It's to lock up a uh, seven thousand six hundred and seventy square miles of ocean next to San Luis Obispo and Santa Barbara counties as a marine monument, and so um, it, it comments are due actually by Monday. So we need your comments today. So the 10th, it looks like, is when it's due by, which is tomorrow. So if you can go on to Friends, um, it's called Oceanadunes.org, or you can go to Blue Ribbon Coalition, and they have it pre-set up for you where you just have to fill it out, and it automatically emails it to who it needs to go to. We need your comments today. Um, we we are, do not want them to do um, the sanctuary. It, it's already considered a sanctuary, or, or basically... It's been treated as if it were already um, um, with restricted fishing and restricted activity there. But this would drastically restrict it, and it would really affect the businesses out in that area. Economically, it's small businesses. And you can
4: comment on things. You can say that uh, if you, you can restrict commercial fishing, but please don't restrict individual fishing, shore fishing, a guy from a kayak, that kind of thing. There's, well, even there's a big even difference. commercial
2: that has one of the biggest, largest whale watching is out there and, at that and point. that's not that fishing.
4: P- like there's a difference between killing, you know, catching fish and looking at whales. So we should say, well, okay, maybe you don't want to catch the fish in this area, but you should still be able to go out and look at whales. Yes, but they're also
2: saying that our recreation, uh, OHV recreation, because, you know, the the vehicles near the beach beach on the sand and heaven forbid that, you know, one of the the The
4: fish might jump up and look and see, be offended at an ATV.
2: An ATV has an oil leak, and then the high tide comes in, and then the water gets pulled out. That's such a stretch. I know, but that's That's what they're thinking. It's the same thing. The trout trout haven't swam up through into the dam in over sixty years because in nineteen sixty or nineteen seventy, when they put the dam in, the trout stopped going upstream. But that's their number one reason right now for shutting it down a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, when they shut down and closed it for camping. That was their number one reason for it was it was going to affect the fish streaming. Up, you know, <laughs> swimming upstream. They're just so.
4: rationalizing. They, it's, it's so annoying. Yeah, they don't like us and they just pick some crazy thing, we can't do it because of this.
2: Like Dave said, get your checkbooks out. The fight is going to be big. It's going to be long. We're going to trial. Um, It costs Friends of Oceana Dunes for – they have four running lawsuits right now just on this. um, And they're at $40,000 a month right now. Um, And, you know, we do the – they do the fundraisers, barbecues and everything else. Well, they're only, you know – Raising forty thousand in that barbecue and and not covering all the costs. So become a member, donate what you can. I just set up my twenty dollar monthly donations to them because that's what I can afford. We had a meeting um,
4: last week. Audrey wasn't able to make it, but we talked about maybe having a, a SDRC trip to Oceana Dunes, going up uh-huh. there. Like whoever wants to go, we'll all go up together, and our friends at the park will help us to get in and, and show us around and show us. I, I think it'd be a great idea to up there and really see the place.
2: Yeah, yeah, and
4: see it with the people that know it.
1: Just yeah. think what we could do with all that money if the state wasn't screwing with us.
2: Oh, oh my God. it we would could be do amazing. What you could we use could it do. for
1: education. You could use it for beach tours. You well, could bring in. You could bring in kids that are. Un, you know. Well,
2: we just worked with the legislative <laughs> right. We just worked with the assemblymen, um, right, and the senators to get our our quote-unquote new recreation area because we're, we're losing Carnegie, right? Oh. And so our switch with Carnegie. Yeah. So could you imagine what those funds we could do if we could actually get new SVRAs and new state vehicular recreation um, areas within a state? But we have we have 190 state parks across the state uh, uh, California. Oh, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this.
1: Yep, this is S-D-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170.
2: The answer...
1: STORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Talk about termites.
2: We've got Ke- Kelly and Justin, termite and pest control, here for any of your pest control needs. It's that time for subterranean termite swarmers. You've got some termites out at your home. You need an inspection. They do free inspections. Uh, give them a call at 619-443-7378. Again, that's 619 619- 443 44 four, Oh sorry 4417378 Kelly and Justin Termite & Pest Control they are here for any of your pest control needs.
4: I wish my house was made out of steel, steel frame instead of wood because those termites <laughs> they just get in there. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I guess yeah. I got to call those guys.
2: Yeah, well, we just had a subterranean swarm at our house. So Did ju- you? Yeah, so Justin came out and treated our subterranean termites, you know? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it was like sunset, and I was walking out of the house, and it was like, just walked right like, into a swarm of a hundred, uh, couple hundred termites. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like flying in Now, that's
1: not even your house, is it?
2: Parents' house. Yeah, yeah. parents' house. Right? Yeah, parents' house.
1: Which means that they'll, you, know, you don't have to own the house to get the house treated.
2: No. No, you don't have to own the house, to get and the you house don't have treated.
1: to be buying
4: or selling a house. That's when ninety percent of the tenting takes place. When you only yeah, bought a new people, house, you found some termites. Let's get it tented. You every, can just tent your house every as, seven to ten years
2: is recommended for for it. Every seven to ten years is is what you you really need to do. You honestly, I worked for a pest control company for six years for for Did you really? yeah. It's every seven to ten years you huh. really need to get your house tented. Is That what's bugging you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, one of uh,
4: them. So the, the dunes cleanup is a week. No, it's this coming Saturday.
2: January 15th. So head weekend. out Friday
4: night and camp. Head out Saturday morning and help us pick up trash. Yep. It does two things. It makes the area nice and clean. I mean, who wants to go out and camp? And you pull into your camp spot and there's a bunch of trash from the last guy. That yeah. just sucks. Terrible. It just sucks. And the other is we want the land management people, the Bureau of Land Management, to recognize that the users care about the area And we're willing to volunteer, go out there, help clean it up so we can keep it open for our kind of recreation. Yeah. Because the easiest way to manage land is to close it. You close it, you put a sign up, you put a big fence around it. Anybody that goes in is a bad guy. We don't want that. We want it open. We want to be able to drive around. We want to race up and down the hills, see the sights, go around, camp with our friends and family, and have a great desert experience. And having these cleanups will help us do that. Not only the dunes cleanup, we're doing one at Ocotillo Wells, February 19th. We're yep. doing one at Painted Gorge, February 26th. Yep. And that's the one that's, those are important because it tells the people. And so the, the Ocotillo Wells one, so akatia Wells management, they like off-roading. I have sat in the room and had meetings with them numerous times. They like us, but their bosses in Sacramento, they don't know us they don't like us nearly as much so we have a big cleanup we have a lot of people we have a picture of a giant pile of trash those people can appreciate us and they'll help us keep the place open so truck haven challenge is coming up january 22nd that is corva's big poker run it's very similar to the lost lizard fun run that san diego off-road coalition does it's a fun event sdrc is hosting a checkpoint Audrey will not be hosting the checkpoint with us. She's actually going to enjoy the event.
2: I'll be out there. You'll be out there. But but, I'm going to run the event and partake in it.
4: Which I'm kind of excited for you to just be. Yeah. Because how many lost lizards have you been to and not experienced firsthand? Like a whole. Oh, I haven't
2: experienced a lost lizard in over 10 years. 10 years ago, I experienced a lost lizard and then spent the rest of the day volunteering. I went and ran the ran and then spent the rest of the day. And since then, I've literally spent the entire day working the event. Um, I've been to Corvus Truck Haven Challenge one time, which is another poker run just like ours. Yeah. Um, a year, not last year, because they didn't do it last year, right? Ago. Two years ago, I think, was the last one that I went to. So I'm super excited this time to not be working in an event and to actually partake in, <laughs> in it and have some fun. So
4: Jackie, Rick, uh, Pete's son, and Gene are going to be working the checkpoint with me. I'm still working out what I'm going to do. I know there's going to be the plank that you'll have to walk. You'll have to walk the plank. And then what you'll do when you get to the end of the plank, I'm not quite sure.
2: Well, you should come out and join us, Corva's Truck Haven Challenge. It's $35 per adult, and then you can get an event shirt um, for registration. You can register online right now. That's about to be uh-huh. shut off. Um, that goes to like to... two or
4: three days before the event. Oh, they do like, it what?
2: sooner than we do then. They, they um, go a lot longer yeah, yeah. towards
4: the event. Yeah. I talked to Jim Woods about it. He goes, no, we'll do it right up until the Okay, uh, fine. Yeah, that's and the awesome. The Trail Masters will have a, a dinner. You yep. can buy dinner after the event.
2: So you can come out just for the day and hang yeah. out. They'll have lunch have there dinner. all day and and food available all day. You so. know what they're not
4: doing this year that they've done in the past? What? They had a dog contest.
2: Oh yeah. A S- few.
4: Silly dog tricks. Yeah. Okay, who has the best trick? Who makes the best noise? Who? And this was one of the highlights of my life. Is I was one <laughs> of the I was one of the judges in the dog contest. That was so great.
2: You're so funny.
4: (laughs) That was so fun. How do you get... Anyway, that was fun. So last night, the Supercross season began. Oh, yeah. I love Supercross. I'm a motorcycle guy. Audrey's more of a Jeep a yeah. uh, four wheel. Although I've seen her ride my motorcycle and my three wheeler.
2: I you know, one year ago today, one year ago, I was on your three wheeler, my husband was on the F E five oh one. One year ago today we did all we, out, we were Pana painted gorge. gorge and we did all the painted gorge and oh, rode around. Fine. It came up on my memories this morning in my <laughs> photos. Funny. Yeah. But so um, I
4: love motocross and supercross started, and we'll go over a few of the highlights. So Supercross has two classes, the 250cc and the 450cc. And the 450 is the premier class, but 250, those guys really go to. So the defending champ, Colt Nichols, he had a crash in his heat race. He was leading the heat race, and he went down, and rumor has it he broke both arms.
2: Oh, my gosh. And
4: maybe... Damaged his pelvis. I didn't
2: realize there was that much damage. I mean, it looked like a pretty he, bad crash. You should, I, I Googled it last. Did you see it? Yeah, oh, I Googled me, it, it looked and looked horrible. at it. I, didn't, oh, I missed it the rough. opening last night. And
4: another top runner, uh, uh, Jake Swole, was also injured. It, it just makes me sad. So there's a guy named Vince Freese who was racing in the 250. He whole shot the 250 main. And what's interesting about him is he moved down from the 450 class. He was running 450s for a long time, for a number of years. In fact and, and he's not known as the cleanest rider uh there was a guy named Weston Pike who was riding a, a private Suzuki, and everybody was rooting for him. He's the underdog that people would gather around like we want Pike, Weston Pike to go so Vince took him out in the in the heat race, took him out like he just wasn't riding well. he took him out, made him crash. He took him out in the main event, they both went down, and Weston Pike started punching him. had his helmet on? But he just started going after him.
2: Oh, man. And you he know, got in
4: trouble with the AMA. Motocross Action Magazine said, no, what they should have done to Wes and Pike is let him start the race from the first turn. <laughs> when everybody else was behind the gate. Anyway, so he uh, started in the lead. He ended up in fifth place. A uh, local boy, Christian Craig. Now, his father was a, a top pro. He was like kind of a B pro. He wasn't like... The the guy who was on the magazine covers, but he was a working pro. He made a living, Mike Craig. So Mike Craig's son, who's been racing a while, he actually has three kids. He won his heat race, and he won the main event. He started in third or fourth place, and he worked his way up. And you know something about watching Christian Craig? He's the kind of rider every rider wants to race against, because when he passes you, he does not take you out. Mm. He. He passed a couple of guys in turns where I thought, oh, my God, this is going to get ugly. And he cut to the inside, and he just didn't even touch him. Um, Second place was Seth Hamaker and third place Hunter Lawrence. So Hunter Lawrence is the brother of Jet Lawrence, and Jet Lawrence is the national champion, both from Australia, both factory Honda. Jet broke a rib last week in practice. Oh, wow. You can find that uh, crash on the Internet. And it was not a pretty crash. He was in the uh, the color commentary with Ricky Carmichael and, and the other gentleman yeah. talking about his crash. And he's a very personable young man. It's fun to listen to him talk. Hmm. So hopefully he'll be in, in the studio talking um, in the future. So in the 450 event, boy, there was a lot going on. Ken Roxon was looking like a star in his uh, heat race. He wanted it going away. Chase Sexton won his heat race, also going away. Both factory Honda riders, they looked great. When the main event came, uh, Roxton got the whole shot. Sexton was in second. Adam Cincerella was in third. Sexton had a few problems. Now, Adam Cincerella dislocated his shoulder. He has a third-degree separation last week. So, as kind of expected, he's moved backwards during the race.
2: Yeah. You can't, can't ride nearly as hard. You can't hold on as good. It's just hard.
4: Yeah, defending champion Cooper Webb was like in sixth place in the start. He's 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 a good rider and he's popular, but he's not doesn't have the star quality that some of the other riders have had. He's not the Jeremy McGrath, the, the the Travis Pastrana personality. He's he's kind of a more subdued guy. Started in sixth place, and he just quietly worked his way up.
2: Nice, and he Sounds- actually
4: got second place overall
2: sounds like we've got some good competition to watch for the next few weeks while supercross races um they'll be here in what a week they're same they're the, the same seconds. same day
4: as truck haven challenge and yeah. it just killed me to hear that is oh, we'll, we'll be out so at Corvus truck
2: haven challenge thing. anyway we're wrapping up here become a member of sd Twenty five 25 annual membership support those that support our sport Um, We're looking for advertising um, for our radio, so if you have a local business, um, hit us up. We'd love to have uh, you on for our commercials, have you come in studio and promote what you've got going on. Um, Info at sdurc.org, $25 annual membership. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next weekend.
1: All right, folks. Hey, don't forget, stay tuned. We've got the Buckley Hour. Kim Buckley from C2 Financial, the number one mortgage company in San Diego, if not larger. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what's going on with reverse mortgage. We're going to try to clear up that. All right, stay tuned. This is Yak Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The
2: Answer. We
0: get this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego.
1: This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network.
0: Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's